Hey guys, I'm James, you just joined the high table and welcome to The Bunker. In today's episode, we have a fantastic debate, TikTok versus YouTube, and I'm being joined by another special guest. So without further ado, guys, let's just get into it. And here we are. I'm joined today by the belle of Belfast, Miss Shelley Hale. How are we doing today, Shelley? I'm not too bad, thanks. What about yourself? <laughs> not too bad. I can see you're about to set off. Just that bell of Belfast nearly got you, didn't it? Nearly broke you. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That always reminds me of that song. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Galway. No, not Galway Girl by Ed Sheeran, surely not. Yeah, I know that's that's the thing that causes a lot of arguments for a lot of people from North and South Southern Ireland. I'm not going to get into that one. I don't want to offend anyone from the Emerald yeah, Isle. Uh, so basically, <laughs> there was a rainbow outside. Um, so basically, I'm bringing Shelley on today because she is trying to convince me. Uh, that I should move on to TikTok to help me grow my platform. Shelly is a rising star on the TikTok platform. I'm putting the links to her uh, TikTok, her Instagram, everything. I'm going to put it down below so you can go follow her on there. But Shelly is rising in a pretty niche topic. She's a tarot card reader, fortune teller on TikTok, and she's rising up their ranks pretty damn quickly. And so she's there telling me I need to come to TikTok. So we're going to have the debate. We're going to talk about should I go to TikTok, should I not? which is the better platform, which is the bigger platform. So let's get started, Shelley. How long have you been on TikTok and how many followers do you have? These are the first questions we need to get through. I think that I actually started in July, but I didn't really post anything until probably about the end of August. Okay. Um, I wasn't really posting much. Um, I don't know what it was. I was going through TikTok basically, and this is how it all started. I learned to tarot read about two years ago. And when I went on to TikTok, obviously a lot of random things comes up on the For You page and tarot reading was actually one of them. So I, I seen this coming up and it seemed quite popular and I thought I could do one of these, like just to see kind of what, what would happen. Yeah. And um, I, I, so I posted a video and it, it, it blew up like my video. I, I went from, I think it was pretty quickly. I went from like maybe like a hundred followers and then it maybe went up to like 2000 pretty quickly. And then the next thing it was more and more. And then some of my videos went viral overnight. And then it was like, yeah, I ended up with like 20,000 followers. And now I'm nearly, nearly in the 30,000 followers at the minute. So, so basically in what's like, well, it's less than a year. You've accrued up to over 30,000 followers, which is, pretty rapid growth by any metric i mean um even youtube standards instagram standards to go from naught to thirty thousand is pretty massive i mean in real terms perspective you've basically filled out a medium-sized football stadium there right yeah. <laughs> that's how many people are following you i always find it mad when you put it into these like these these metrics and when you when you realize that you're like oh wow i've got some influence yeah. there so You've had thirty thousand followers in less than a year, and yeah, like to put it into perspective, my Instagram I've had for how many years now, and I have one <laughs> thousand, a long, long time, and I have only I have I have less than two thousand followers. Let's put it that way, 
so my Instagram following is abysmal. That's why I put it in the thing below, because follow me on Instagram, damn it. Um... <laughs> I did, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like um, like I say, so your rise and there, so you you are adamant that TikTok is the, um, is the way forward. And realistically, when I look at the metrics, like I've done a little bit of research myself and I have to, in a way, agree with you on that because if we look at the existence of YouTube, uh, it took nearly 14 years for anybody. And I, PewDiePie was the first, but it took 14 years for him to hit that 100 million followers mark. Like that, that titanic behemoth mark on YouTube, 100 million followers. Um, and then you look at someone like Charlie D'Amelio, who's yeah. done it in an absolute fraction of that time. And so it is impossible to ignore that the platform is ripe for massive growth. So somebody goes to that side, they're going to experience this big growth there. Um but what I've noticed as well is that I've done a little experiment myself and I want to know what your thoughts are on this. I've got my Instagram okay. and I've posted some videos on the Reels platform, like their whole, um, their rival to TikTok, mm -hmm. as it were. And then I've gone onto my yeah. TikTok and I've posted the same videos. I've posted a few more, but I posted those same videos and I want to compare. I noticed. The viewership. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I want to compare. I I, exactly and i wanted to compare the um the viewership on tiktok versus the viewership on my instagram to like see is there actually any difference in the explosiveness um and what i noticed is on my instagram account they've gone i've had some videos get viewed over a thousand times some of them go up to about 700 um and they they sort of fizzle out around that point but on my TikTok, every video that I've posted, without fail, stops around the four five hundred mark. So it's like the exposure that I'm getting on these exact same videos. I'm not getting necessarily as much on on TikTok. So I was wondering what your input on that would be. Why do you think it is that on a platform that should be exploding growth, why the same videos are doing better on a different platform? Okay, well, first of all, we have to look at the idea that you've had Instagram for such a long time. You've built up your following. Most people who follow you are probably people who know you or are interested in the fitness industry. Um, and we look at your TikTok. So you made your TikTok, what, a few days ago? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, like, let's say, for instance, I don't know off the top of my head, but let's say like, you've maybe, like, 20 followers, 30 followers. I don't know how many you have. Um, when you have followers, that's obviously going to boost your video, okay, for one okay um so, so the more followers it's kind of like instagram the more people that you have following you at this point are going to be reached out to more people so what happens is tiktok will post and they will come up on a for you page for people that already follow you so say you have them 20 people already view it and then it'll post out as well to a few other people like suggested so whatever hashtags you use or whatever your niche kind of is as well so like say people go or watch fitness videos and they see your fitness videos come up they'll maybe either like it or they'll scroll past it now the more interactions and this is what i found the more people that like or comment the more than that will come up on the few page so it'll boost you up a little bit more so what's happening right now is it was something quite similar with my channel when i first started and um, you're not you're, you're maybe gonna get like a couple of hundred views and then 
it will literally get to a point, and this is the beauty about TikTok. TikTok and Instagram are two totally different things. So people on Instagram tend to get loads of views if they're already really, really popular. Yeah. The beauty, the beauty about TikTok is you could be nobody and someday you could go on and it's just by the algorithm, just how many people like it or comment it. You know, you don't have to be anybody special. You don't have to be a celebrity. You don't have to be somebody that anybody knows. And the next thing, your video can go viral and you will get hundreds of thousands of views or likes and it is insane it is absolutely insane and, that, and that's the complete difference the thing is that you know I said I only really made my account in July and it wasn't really till August I started posting yeah that's I mean it took one video for it to kind of explode and go viral and accumulate start accumulating followers and then the more I kind of learned posting algorithms the more followers the more likes I was getting and the more views I was then getting so I definitely think there's, you know, long term, it's going to be a lot better. Like considering you've only just started, like you think that you only had your account a few days and you're already getting half the views and you've only got 20 followers than what you have on your Instagram. That's, yeah. that's actually a very, very good point. Like I do massively respect that idea. Like um, the fact that I have virtually zero followers on my TikTok, I'm getting the same equivalent views. Uh, well, a little bit less, but I'm getting relatively comparative views let's use that word of getting comparative views to yeah. the, what i would be getting on my instagram account so i mean it is right as well like you've like you i see all the time like um when i just scroll through tiktok people who aren't celebrities aren't famous or anything like that but you can see like these videos like thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand likes etc and i mean at the end of the day i think the most viewed video on tiktok is that bella porch video um yeah and it's when you watch it you, you sit there you think to yourself how the hell did this become so viral a girl just doing this yeah um i think a lot of that was as i said the more like some comments she got she got a lot of um negative comments on that video and then obviously then that was counteracted with people then sticking up for her and it turned into a complete debate under her video and there, there's been loads of parties and stuff made about her she's a very very beautiful girl nonetheless but yeah like you can you don't have to be anybody you know like like i don't think anybody knew who she was before tiktok well i certainly didn't um and it just goes to show that you know you could be anybody but had bella have posted the same thing on instagram she never would have blew up you know i don't believe that she ever would have blew up or became as famous as she was now well no that's otherwise people you know otherwise we would have heard it from her before. but this is the thing like um you do hear cases about things like on youtube etc like on other platforms like say twitch or something like that where people with zero followings they may do something of major controversy which will just snowball from that point so you could make a controversial instagram post instagram post it'll get screenshotted shared fired around and all of a sudden it just explodes and we see we do see that happen on the instagram platform we do see things happen where people do just come out of nowhere. I mean, Instagram, the egg. We all remember the egg on Instagram. Please tell me the you egg? remember. Do you not remember the egg? Some guy just posted a picture of an egg and it got like millions of followers. It was just a picture of an egg and then the egg started to crack. Oh, oh this is like ages and ages and ages ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, and it just became completely famous. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so like it. some guy just posted a picture of an egg, goes absolutely viral. So, I mean, that was Instagram, and you see random things like this do happen, but it's like you see a lot more viral stuff happening on TikTok. Yeah. And it's definitely a lot more frequent. 
But do you reckon that's because of like it's it's short form nature, like it's designed to grab your attention fast and then you move on to the next thing, and so you're constantly being bombarded with people just like doing crazy stuff and you're getting this dopamine hit all the time, so everything's attention grabbing. Yeah, of course. I think like, you know, the thing is, it's not the same crap over and over. The, the really beautiful thing about TikTok is if you go on to like your Instagram explore, it's all these models or celebrities or people that you already kind of know of. And it's kind of the same crap, different day, you know, maybe promoting like a, a skinny tea or promoting, you know, teeth whitening. And um, whereas TikTok is like generally, you know, it could be somebody literally doing the stupidest things, whether it be a dance, as you say, or, you know, it, it just be something just totally random whether it be like a dog video or you know my girlfriend is obsessed my girlfriend is obsessed with the dog videos uh, yeah utterly oh, obsessed ones. there are some gorgeous ones on them but you know you could be flicking through and as you say it's like a dopamine hit and it starts to get into an algorithm of things that you like as well so you'll notice if you're really into your fitness you'll have a lot more fitness videos come up i have a lot of dog videos and horse videos because i love that and tarot reading videos obviously as well so yeah um it, it starts altering um things coming up in your for you page you know um to your kind of liking as well which i really like too whereas you know instagram as i say it's like random and you've loads of ads the thing about that i love about tiktok is that you're not flicking through ads every two seconds which youtube has a lot of instagram you scroll through you know your your section page and you will have ads come up this you know you log in and you maybe have one ad come up and that's it you can scroll i could scroll for hours and i won't see another ad you know that's the difference with it okay like um but one of the things i want to come back to obviously because You've got like about 30,000 followers, like you were mentioning. Uh, yeah. So like, what's the biggest, like the biggest uh, viewership video that you have? Like, this is something I just want to get into quickly. So like, you've got 30,000 followers. What's the biggest video you've had? I think it's, it's over half a million, I think, um, on one of the videos. I can't remember the exact, but it was over like 500,000. <laughs> That's mental. Because yeah, so. the thing that, things that, I was interested in is like um i wanted to find like a comparison like it's uh, something to go looking at and yeah. funny enough my mother has a massive fascination with tarot card reading like she okay. she really does so like whenever i'm downstairs and i see my mum on the thing i'm like what are you watching and i just see like these this woman pointing out tarot cards like this brazilian woman just pointing out tarot cards talking i've got no idea what's going on i just see cards tarot so I was like, Mum, right, let me have a look. Can I just have a look at this channel you're watching? She shows me, yeah. And so I clicked on it, looked at the thing. She has 240,000 subscribers, this lady. And her average viewership, her average videos are 40,000. Ev- almost clockwork every single time. Yeah. And That's incredible. But obviously, that's 240,000 subscribers. Whereas... Yeah you've had nearly half a million from 30,000. So it's like, I'm I'm trying to work out, like, is it sort of, this woman's consistently getting that strong amount. Do you find that your viewership on TikTok matches that level of consistency or is it wildly up and down all the time? It definitely fluctuates, like, 100%. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you might find that, you know, you get a video, maybe gets a couple of hundred, you know, views, and the next one it gets, like, maybe a thousand. The next one, then it, it can go. Like, there was a point where, you know, I definitely found that I was getting at least 10,000 at one point, at least 10,000 views at one point. Now, I kind of messed that up for myself because I 
stopped posting for a bit. I went um, just after lockdown and kind of these. I went and took a bit of a break. You know, I took two weeks off, which I'm going to be honest. I know that 100% hindered a lot of what I'd built up. TikTok definitely is a platform that if you start getting views and it starts giving you views, you're expected to kind of upload that level. So like whether you post every day or every other day is what I was kind of trying to do. And then what happened, obviously, is I took that big break and they were like, well, nobody's coming to your page anymore. So we're going to move these. We're going to move you off the for you page. For now. So, so it, I'm definitely finding that. Yeah. So it relies a lot more momentum is what you're saying. Like the, the platform needs your momentum to keep you going. Um, yeah. Okay. 100%. Like if you're going to be on it, yeah, you have to be 100% committed to, you know, doing it and being consistent with it in order for it to keep bringing you back onto the free you page, definitely. See, that's interesting, you see, because obviously, like, my my love at the moment is obviously the YouTube platform. Like, I want to have conversations where I'm speaking uh, to my audience, etc. However few or many they may be, I want to feel like they're taking part in this conversation. Um, yeah. And so I find myself drawn to longer form content, whereas TikTok is very short form content. And it's I'm, I'm trying to work out like if I go to, if I was to go on TikTok, obviously I wouldn't be able to have that level of engagement or that level of interaction. I feel like um, intimacy with my audience mm-hmm. as I will on TikTok because I can't have these big conversations. I can't get into the meat and potatoes of things. And so yeah. going on TikTok and then firing out video after video after video, I'm just like, how authentic is that being? Like this whole, this conversation we're having, it's taken a bit of time for us to organize. Like we've, there's effort going into this, like we're, we're creating this interview and having this conversation. You can't do that on TikTok. And so... No, so... My sort of thing is like, yes, if I go on TikTok, I start pushing, 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 pushing and putting all this stuff out. It's not the thing that I enjoy to do and it's not authentic in a sense. And so would I even be able to migrate the audience from there to YouTube? Because like, would they even know what they're migrating into? Okay, of course. So like, that's such an interesting thing. And um, 100%. So obviously my videos are there to draw in business or they're to draw and showcase what I do. And if that wasn't, um, you know, a realistic expectations, well, I would have no customers because I have to, like, I can't have people, my, the way my TikTok's set up, I don't know how to change it. And I don't really mind either because I don't want to be bombarded with meals, but nobody can actually mail my Instagram or my TikTok unless I mail them or I add them. And um, which is quite nice because I don't want to be bombarded, you know, with like loads and loads of messages. But the thing is, it, it is a working model to migrate them because, I'm able to migrate, you know, I put a link tree in, you know what link tree is, right? Yeah. For people who don't know, it's essentially you put a link in and you add all your different links to your social medias or different accounts or websites. And um, I've I've had loads of people come to my website. I've had loads of people add me on Instagram. I deleted, um, I don't know if you know or care, but I deleted my personal Facebook. I deleted my personal Instagram. Um, so I cut all that. The only things that I've kept now are my business. Um, so I made a business Instagram, no followers on it. I've near like 2,000 followers on it now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not bragging that I'm overtaking, you know, at this. Yeah, it's just like the fact that I, I deleted my Instagram, recreated my Instagram, and I've, I've got more followers than you. I'm like... I have more followers on my business account than 
I did on my personal as well. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, so it is a hundred percent like obviously I'm maybe not getting like loads and loads and loads of people, you know, coming over to follow me, but I'm getting the contacts there where people are coming to me and being like, I wanna, you know, engage in your services or whatever. Now, in saying that, I never really bothered with YouTube. I only literally made a YouTube like a day or two ago where, as you say, I want to be able to showcase something a bit longer. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to be able to have that kind of interaction that, you know, I understand, as you say, 60 seconds, not a long time period. But what it does do is it gives people little snippets to the side in that 60 seconds. It's like the X Factor audition in a sense, whether you have people deciding if they like you or not in that 60 seconds, do they like your content? Are you someone they see themselves following? And are you worth them going onto your page to see what else that you have to offer? And then they can go from there. And it, you know, so it, it gives you that exposure that you wouldn't necessarily get had you just stayed on YouTube or had you just stayed on Instagram. It definitely gives you a wider spread for people to migrate. So 100% otherwise I wouldn't have a tarot job. <laughs> well, actually, that's, that's the thing, like, because obviously you worked in car sales before, like, you were doing the tarot. Like, don't, yeah. do you, has this, like, would you say tarot is now replacing car sales as, like, your main source of income? Do you feel like you, that'll be what you'll be able to make your main source of income or yes you're making way more money than you were making in the in your actual nine to five i think i've made more money probably i think i've made near the equivalent of my annual salary in just under a year in taro part-time yeah it's it it is it's, it's been a hundred percent insane like i you know, I, this is really funny because the other day, I in August, the day before I ever uploaded my tarot reading video. Now, bear in mind, when I uploaded this first video to TikTok, it was never in my mind I was ever going to, you know, do it for a job or start up a business. It was never even a thing in my mind. Um, and that day, I had said to myself, I wanted to have four grand saved by, you know, this 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 time frame now like to have four grand saved because it was difficult because you know paying off a car you've bills you're trying to save get you know i'm trying to save to buy a house and um, i'm going to be able to buy a house this year which is fucking incredible because i never would have been able to do that you know and um, so i'm saving for my deposit now and i pretty much have everything i need at this point which is insane it is it honestly like it, it has changed my life and i i'm so so grateful and you know, I, I always want to be able to do it, even if it, you know, I, I always want to be able to do it part time. Like, I'll be honest, I don't think I could do it full time all day, every day, because it does get draining. It does. And you do deal with a lot. It's not just tower reading. You're dealing with a lot of um, people with a lot of problems, you know, their own issues. And, you know, you have to, it's not just that you're doing a tower reading. You have to be there for that person too. You know, there's a lot of listening involved. There's a lot of like, you know, you're trying to give your advice, but, you know, you also don't want to impede on that person because you want to, you want them to do what is right for them. Yeah. You know? And when they ask, when, when they ask for your advice, if you try to be as honest and open about it, like, you know, <laughs> some of the stuff that you do here is, is insane. Like, you you do, you go into, like, a counselor mode for people. It's not just, you know, people think, oh, you do your reading and that's it and you go. No, there's there's a whole debrief after it. Like, you don't leave somebody 
you know, ever like if they're telling you that they maybe feel really darn or they've got this or that going on, like you don't you don't want to leave them. You know what I mean? They've just paid for a service, and you want to you want to be there even if it's just you know someone to listen. Well, the the great thing about that from as a business as a business person is that you're being very authentic with your audience in that regard, and that ultimately leads to repeat custom for want of a better phrase like they're more likely to come back to you because of this um but i find that very interesting like just going right back to the the beginning part the fact that working on tarot part-time has already matched your your current nine-to-five job that's and you've done that in less than a year basically that's actually a very interesting thing like so it does have me thinking that as a personal trainer like purely from a personal trainer point of view if i was to just on my tiktok just do personal like just do fitness style videos um that there's room there to grow in this industry as a personal trainer to grow an audience i mean i've i've tried to do the online personal training thing before and had mixed results with it but tiktok I might be willing to push that one again, see how that goes. Um, that being said, like, I don't want to, I, I feel like I'm done with, I'm almost done with teaching personal, I'm, I'm not done with teaching personal training. I, I can never say that. I'm sort of like, right now I feel a little bit burnt out from it. Um, it's my it's my passion. I love health and I love fitness and I love this whole thing, but it's just, uh, for me, when I came onto YouTube, I didn't really want to be the pt if that makes sense so i feel like i'd almost feel disingenuous if i went onto tiktok promoting pt stuff getting an audience there and say hey come over to my youtube and then my youtube is me talking um about tarot <laughs> like the furthest thing away from fitness <laughs> like no disrespect but it's like it's it's like my audience is catered to one thing and i'm just shooting them over and then sideswiping them with something completely different so like that's that's yeah, like my resist- like, look at the- Go on. Yeah, but look at look at look at the Hodge twins. They have like you know, you look at them they they they're the funniest people because they did they do the fitness and they also do, you know, they, they, they do something completely different. I don't know if you watch them, but they do like the emails for people, you know, email in about the relationship problems and really, really random stuff. And they've they've been able to amalgamate, you know, um the two kind of audiences together and understand that they're very different things too. But, you know, it's still a way to get people to say, hey, why don't you check out my channel? You know, you don't have to, you know, if you don't like it, you don't have to stay. Do you know what I mean? But no, it's I get still you. A good, good, it's still a good way to reach out. And you could always do, as I say, them 60 seconds. It's like your audition for you to be like put in like, you know, small clips of like the funniest bits of what you're doing on YouTube of what you actually like doing. Um, and it gives people then that option to decide, you know, oh, hey, you know, this guy's pretty damn funny. You know, I'm going to go on and, you know, see what he's about, you know. So there's definitely, there's definitely. Well, I, I mean, I, I have my moments, you know, I have my moments. <laughs> see, look, look, I don't even have to say anything. And I have the girl in stitches. That that proves to you how funny I am. And maybe I'm funny to look at. I have no idea. But <laughs> I think I'm laughing more about like the, the pre-interview conversations we had earlier. But we'll not get into that. <laughs> no, th- th- like, those would be very interesting conversations. We may have topics about that in later videos. But for now, yeah. we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna... Yeah. Oh, stick to the cards you were dealt with. 
Like, that's the other thing I want to pick up. Like, uh, that's another thing I noticed a lot of the time. Like this, I find it a little bit endearing. I don't know if this is part of the process of tarot carding, but I know when I see you shuffling your cards, and then a lot of the time there's a card falls out, yep. and then you happen to use that card, and I'm like, is that part of the process, or is she just happened to like screw up the shuffle and like right, I'm gonna use this card anyway. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about tarot carding. I'm getting I'm getting burned here. <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people so a lot of people do tarot readings differently, okay? Yeah. There's many different ways that you can pick cards. So some people take out a random card. I I do the odd time for videos to make it a bit quicker. And um, but when you're talking about a card falling out, we call them a jumper card. So the idea is in tarot that when you're shuffling the card and, you know, you fuck up and one falls out. <laughs> so so when, when one falls out, it, it's known as a jumper and people take that as a sign from their spirit guides and a sign that this is the energy, this is the card that they, they wanted to come out. Um, I prefer personally, and I always in my readings, like, so when I do a personal reading for anybody, I will always take jumpers because for me, it's not my energy. Whereas when I pull out a card, I feel like, you know, my energy could contaminate this, whether it's when it's fallen out, that's an involuntary thing of, my, you know, it wasn't me that decided that card should go. It just so, kind of jumped out itself. So it's the idea that it's a completely organic thing. Like you screwed, yeah. you screwed up the shuffle. That was fate literally dealing the hand and saying, this is the card we need yeah ideally that that's yeah ideally that's the notion that it's it's called a jumper so you take the jumpers from the deck i i just some people don't do it you know some people i don't know some people just get fed up because it can take you know it's time consuming um whereas i it, when i do my readings i just i prefer to take the jumpers you know or screw it up as you say <laughs> well it's like you, you see people shuffling cards and they're flying all over and they're doing this crazy stuff where they're making the cards go all over and there's just you doing this and there's cards just launching off left right and center oh i'll use this card oh this card see my weekend i'm like matilda the whole room has cards flying around i can imagine with your shuffling oh look at this Oh my days! Oh my god! But this is the, the like another another like another thing I want to sort of like quickly get onto. Like this is like cross platform, like not just TikTok, not YouTube, not Instagram. Like which do you personally think performs better? Like we is it the niche or your look? Is it like do you think that if you're very good at your niche and you hit that niche, like you're doing tarot card readings, which is as far as I'm aware, a very niche subject compared to like some random hot body who's just on TikTok being a hot body. Which do you think has more chances of success really? Like, uh, cause we know on Instagram, like um, that people exploded on there originally because just of their looks. Like if you look good, bang, you got a huge amount of followers. And it's only recently now that we've seen with Instagram, they're pushing a lot more for engagement. So people with good looks, you're seeing their like engagement dropping drastically. But it's people who actually have a personality who still are good looking, who are keeping their audience. Like I know people who have 160, 200,000 plus followers and they're not posting much about their body, but they're talking to their audience via Instagram stories, etc. 
and they're keeping high engagement. Whereas there's people I know who are, again, very attractive and had decent followings, but they're getting far less engagement. Like, um, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to shame people on <laughs> this channel, but I know one girl who's got 164,000 followers and she's getting like 10,000 likes, but, but she's always talking to the camera. She's always talking to YouTube. She's always being personable with the with her audience. Versus another girl who is literally, she's about comparable followers, about 130,000, posting pictures of in, a, in lingerie, etc. And she's getting about a tenth of the likes. Like her engagement's so much less, but she doesn't post her story. She doesn't, she's not personable with her audience. So the question coming back to TikTok, is it the niche or does looks help in growing your platform? Do you think? I think there's definitely an element of both in it. There's definitely the there's there's the niche element. I've seen as well though, um, going into TikTok, I've seen some companies have completely struggled. Now, when I first posted my tarot videos, if you go way back, I wasn't actually in any of my tarot videos. Because um, <laughs> I was like, I'm just scared, I'm not gonna lie. Like obviously nobody knew how well I never knew what way this was ever gonna go and um I didn't really necessarily want my face in it because I was so scared. Like none of my friends, none of my family, like nobody knew that I was like this crazy little girl sitting in my bedroom like two years ago learning tarot and now I'm fucking sitting on a platform dealing out cards. So I didn't want my I didn't want my face in it at the beginning and then I realized um So they had no idea you were the intuitive Scorpio. No, no, nobody really knew. And um, I think in like my first, I think my first day I done like near 300 pounds, like from bookings, like the first day that I said, right, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I think I made like 300 pounds on my first day. And um, I was, I was completely like, holy shit, I near make this in a week and I made this in a day. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, this is nuts. Um, that's a that's a whole that's 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 honestly i can honestly i can see though like the the appeal though when that kind of cash gets thrown at you i mean this is the funny thing like you get some people like they hear 300 pounds and they don't think it's a lot of money but like when you like you say when it's it when it's the, when it's equivalent of a week's wage to a certain person you're getting it in a day you're like holy shit this is a huge financial incentive yeah um so I, I definitely find that, you know, at the start, it wasn't like a big deal. But what I'm going to say, and I'm not going to say this is anything because of my looks, um, because I'm not particularly, like, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a model or anything. But what I think I found was... You're the belle of Belfast for a reason. Let's, let's... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I am the Joker with her extensions, so. <laughs> but, no, um, I think the thing was... And this is what made me kind of, you know, um, people wanted to know who I was. Yeah. Like, not like, not like, um, like who, like, not that I'm special or anything. I mean, like, people wanted to know that, like, I was an actual person, like, you know, and it was personal to them then that when people wanted to come to me and talk to me, there was a face. You know, there was a face to the person that they, they seen these videos with, um, and you know, a lot of people like it was quite funny. I remember, um. <laughs> I remember talking and um, I remember I had to phone up the accountants because obviously then I had to register my business and stuff because, yeah, it just blew up. Because tax is a bitch. Yeah, but no, this, well, besides the point, oh my God, well, yeah, the, gov the government are fucking me every day, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> literally. That's what they do when they don't use lube. 
it's raw. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, so the the guy. On the I'm clipping that. Right. I'm just, before you know, I'm, I'm clipping that. Yeah, yeah, do. <laughs> but um, so the the guy um, on the phone to me when I was like, um, you know, I just I wanted to make sure that obviously I was registering in the right way for the business and blah, yada yada yada. And he was like. And what is it that you do? And I was like, I'm, I'm a tarot reader. And he goes, and what do you do? And I was like, I'm, I'm 24. Well, I was at the time. And he was like, aren't tarot readers like really old ladies who like live in the house on their own? They're widowed with a cat. I <laughs> love that prejudice. I love that idea. It's like, <laughs> I'm breaking stereotypes. I was like, well, we've got some fresh meat in here today, love. <laughs> I was just like, could you could you imagine if like that's that's that, that's how tarot card was made? It's like you get to seventy years old and all of a sudden I see the fates. <laughs> it's like I'm closer to death than you. I know what's coming next. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if that was a precursor. Like I'm about to die. Holy shit! I see the matrix. I know what happens. Yeah. I can tell you how you're going to die because I know how I'm going to die. <laughs> it's like I know how you're gonna die because I'm about to kill you. <laughs> no, but yeah um so I, I definitely feel like yeah going back to the subject that um i definitely feel like um not necessarily anything to do with my looks but i feel like um most of my following um is 90 percent female actually so it's i don't feel like it's anything to do with like my like or attractiveness or females looking at me and thinking i'm attractive i think it's just um more like the personalization of someone seeing you as a person and going you know that's a face that i you know i either trust or that's a face that you know i feel comfortable telling um, my intimate like secrets to or things that i'm going through to so i definitely think it creates a, a relationship but what i will say i have seen guys and I, I'm not dissing anybody. I'm not going to say any names. But I have literally seen guys on TikTok. They uh, are topless. They literally, and I don't mean this in a bad, they just, they can't dance. They have no talent. But they're getting hundreds of thousands. Hey, of I can take my top off. I can take my top off. And I can't dance. <laughs> just, just, just literally for, for their looks. And these women are simping completely over them and i'm not saying that's right i'm not saying that's wrong i'm just saying that yes there is definitely elements of where you could just be good looking have no talent be like a kardashian to be totally honest you know throw a sex tape here and there who knows but you know and, and people would love it like you I'm, know, I'm loving the shade there like the the sh shots fired of the kardashians you, you're going after the big guns right there it's like you can be a kardashian you can be as bad as them and you can go massive i love that shots yeah. fired all right, so, yeah, so, like, so basically what you're telling me to do on TikTok then, Shelly, is like knock a bottle of Jack Daniels, take my top off, and just start dancing around like a wacky, waveable, inflatable tube man, as my girlfriend would say, that's how I dance, um, and that will be the key to me going successful on TikTok. I'm, no, I'm going to you obviously have a very successful relationship <laughs> when your girlfriend feels that comfortable to tell you how honest she <laughs> But yeah, you you could you you could a hundred percent you know do that, and you know, women will just simp over it. We're we're living in an age of simping as well. Like there's there's beautiful beautiful girls on that app as I well. I don't and understand then, simping. Like I well, do you want me to explain it, or you mean you? No, I know what it is, but so I don't understand I, why people are doing it. Like, 
Well, I understood. I, I did it when I was like a young kid. Like when I was like, every, I mean, every guy does when they're young, etc. But I was just like, nowadays, a bit older, a bit wiser. And I'm like, no. You know, I think the fad kind of grew off of me because even if I can like literally look at someone now and I'm like, okay, you're good looking, but like, what? Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to just scroll past it because I'm like, you're not offering me my endorphins you're not offering me though any kind of useful information or anything funny like you know in that way where i'm just like okay i'm like I'm but done, that's you know? that again that's what i got into like that's what i was referring to with uh my f the two people that i was comparing on instagram like both of them good looking people but one of them is offering more personality and that's given them more staying power and the other person yeah has literally offered no personality and you can see they're not getting the engagement because apart from their looks they're just coming across as quite boring and i mean i don't know them in person well i know one of them in person but it's like yeah. I, I don't know the other person so i don't know if they are boring in person but that's how they're coming across on the on the social media it's basically a case of i'm good looking that's all i have to offer and heck me girl <laughs> Is, is it like a pick me girl i think that's the thing that they say now on tiktok you'll see that if you see pick me girl that's what it is it's just basically like a girl that's like pick me <laughs> but they don't do anything it's like you know like a little chihuahua like you know we have like a little cute chihuahua really really cute and pretty and snuggly but doesn't really do anything like it's not going to protect me in a fight put it like that this all right i've had i've had uh conversations about this like um my girlfriend wants a king charles cavalier puppy I used to have one. I love them. They're so sweet. I want a Rottweiler. <laughs> right. You're going to have to improvise and get a King Charles. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, right, let me let me just give you a bit of advice. I don't need no tarot cards to tell your future here, okay? A happy, right, listen to me and repeat. A happy wife means a happy life. Happy, I, oh, I'm aware of this. Happy wife is a happy life. My, my compromise is we just simply get both. <laughs> well, yeah, you could do that too. Like, I'm not going to complain. The Rottweiler's going to need a snack. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it going to eat the cavalier shit? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you could totally do that. Like, the Rottweiler would be really cute for, like, a few weeks. It'll be quite small. Personally, I do like Rottweilers. My friend has one. It's a big baby. Like, and I mean, like, it's not a pup anymore. It's a big, big lump of a thing, but it's... Oh, they, it's they, are, they are. They, they, they are. I, I always think they're just big, big... big they just big, big, big Yeah, just big, big puppies. But, um... Yeah, big and really, really, like, friendly, you know. It's just a big, slobbery pup. I love it. <laughs> so... I love it. I really do something and another thing i want to get onto is like we saw back in the day there was vine and vine had a meteoric yeah. success that was the that was like the pre-tiktok as it were well actually musically was a pre-tiktok yeah. but we saw massive explosive content on TikTok on vine which like it was all seven second content huge stars forming on there and then vine shit itself gone yeah like do you see i mean we saw there was nearly the fear of that in the us with the whole president trump like spyware scandal etc like we saw that tiktok was in a very dangerous precarious place do you have the fear that tiktok could go the same way as vine because again it's short form content and youtube has proven itself to have that staying power 
like YouTube is the constant. No matter what other platforms are flying around, flying about, YouTube is the constant. That's the yeah. that's the platform everyone <clears throat> needs to be on. Yeah, of course. Like it's it's always been kind of in the back of my head in a sense that there is always, you know, <clears throat> like people said to me, like, why don't you do this for the rest of your life? Like, why what well, you know for me I always want to have you know some kind of stability but as you say I remember I was never on Vine but I remember Vine and I remember the short segments and I remember as you say it just left overnight that has always been in the back of my head um for TikTok because we've never had a app of that kind of model that has seemed to have lasted very long you know and that there's always going to be in the back of my mind you know that there's always this potential for you to lose absolutely everything and then you're you know how are you going to build upon that again in such a short time it's gonna it, it would be detrimental to my business in a sense because i would lose so much new custom and um, so that's that's why part of me is like i'm going to integrate slightly over to youtube too and um, i'm going to keep my instagram and, and they're going to be my other forms as well as backups really well i was going to mention like again with instagram i mean i'm going to have an instagram versus tiktok uh debate with another friend of mine a guy called elliot bunnell he's featured on this before you may have seen him um but we've seen with instagram they're bringing their reels into it, which which you can you can see yeah. is quite clearly a rip off of the TikTok system. I mean, I don't know if their algorithm is anywhere near as effective, etc. I mean, I've noticed when I go on reels, it is picking up a lot more of the stuff that I do tend to like. Uh, so it is keeping me on there when I do it. But it's like they we saw what they did before because they virtually decimated Snapchat when they brought in the whole stories thing. Who's to say Instagram won't do that again with with TikTok? Obviously, Reels is growing. The only thing I think hinders Instagram at the moment is the fact they keep shooting themselves in the foot by changing their layout. And so people don't like it. Yeah. But like I say, we we see Instagram Reels and it's like, that that to me so that's a that's direct shots fired twitter has even started doing the whole um stories thing they're way behind but they've jumped on the stories who knows they may do a reels thing in the short term as well yeah i say facebook's uh well obviously facebook and instagram they're run by the same kind of people as well um so i know facebook they still do the stories as well um I don't know if I think a lot of people I don't know if you've spent enough time on TikTok but a lot of people seem to be very pissed at Instagram because you know a guy did this experiment where he put up a reel on Instagram and I think it got like 7,000 views versus he had maybe like a hundred thousand then on his TikTok and for the exact same video and they were saying that if you take a video i don't know if you know this but if you take a video from tiktok you know when you save it it has yeah. a tiktok like logo on it like yeah. in your username they say if you try to upload it to instagram on purpose they will keep your views down on it or try and get it removed because it has a tiktok logo <sighs> it's like yeah it's like they're pissed at you know tiktok like it's like they're they're obviously trying to copy their idea but they don't want anybody looking and going oh well they're on tiktok and that's their username i'm gonna go and view them now and go off the app to go on a different one so 
I don't know if it'll necessarily take off. I've never personally used the reels on Instagram, but it's definitely something that I'm going to take into consideration and maybe pop on because, I don't know, sometimes people do find me just through Instagram and if they haven't seen my TikTok, it means then I can have kind of that content already there for them to see. Well, this is the thing. It's the, the, for what I've noticed is the ease of transfer. Like You can make a video on TikTok um, or you can make the video for Instagram reels. And then just as easily transfer that video without the watermark and TikTok will put it on for you there. So you make the video yeah. for Instagram, bang, fire it off there. Then upload the exact same video to TikTok and fire it off there. And yeah. so what I'm sort of getting at here is um, sort of round it off. Do you see other social media as like a rival to TikTok or do you see them as like a synergist? Like they all symbiotically can work together to raise your platform. I definitely think that for now, TikTok is like up here. And, you know, when, when we look at the statistics, as you say, in such a short period of time, had I have started my YouTube in August of last year, there's, I have no doubt in my mind that I never would have got that amount of views or that amount of followers off of the YouTube. Like, just realistically, I just, I wouldn't have. Um, and it would have, you know, and the idea is, as you say, it's such a short space of time. Like the videos don't take me long to make. If I'm making a YouTube video, it's going to take me 40, 50 minutes plus at least to do a proper segment of tower readings, whereas I can do a quick 60 segment, 60 second segment on TikTok. So I think I you're being like, ambitious with 40, 50 minutes. There is the render time and that's, that's a bitch. Honestly, no, but like you think if I do a tower reading, um, it's going to be like a pick a card reading as they call it. So that, so it, just for explanation, so the way I've got loads of different tarot decks, it's kind of like you would have multiple different decks that you've already pre-shuffled and somebody picks the one that they're drawn to and each reading has their own story and you go into like a full-length reading, which is why it would be so long, whereas TikTok's just like a quick little 60-second segment and that's it, you're like, you're done. Um, But I definitely feel like at the moment, um, TikTok is definitely up there and the rest will just kind of integrate with it. I definitely feel like, you know, it's going to be very hard to get a contender that's going to be able to give you the, the output of what TikTok does. Okay, so long story short, basically I'm going to ultimately use TikTok a little bit more, uh, put some more videos on there. Um, honey, if you're watching this, I'm probably going to get drunk and take my top off and dance like a wacky, waveable, inflatable tube man. Because that's what's going to get me views, apparently. And will, I promise. You'll not regret it. Oh, my. It's, it's the case. So I'm going to get views, but for the wrong reasons. Like, haha, look at this idiot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need, I need to plug in my Mac because it's literally about to die. And I'm like, shit. I'm just, I'm waiting on this, like, crap. And it's not going to be two seconds. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Look at this. It's like a dumbbell. Can, 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 you, can you guys believe the level of professionalism we have here on the high table? We can't have our, <laughs> our guests don't even have their, their shit put together properly. Do you realize that, like, where, where we live, electricity, it's, um, it's not, like, freely given here. It's, you know, it's really just, if you have electricity in your house, like, you know, you're really, really lucky and special. Like, it's not normal. Like, we, we actually don't have bathrooms in the house either. We have, like, an outhouse at the back. It's just what happens if we're here in Ireland. So. Shelley, are you trying to make Northern Ireland seem poorer than Yorkshire? 
tell you. I'm not from London. I don't live in the south of England. This is not up for a debate. Let me tell you something. Yes, it is. I can guarantee. Right, this is a whole other topic. Before we end this subject right now, this is where I'm going to get really animated. Northern Ireland and Scotland make a lot more money from Westminster than Yorkshire does. Do not sit there and tell me that your areas are poor. Do not begin that conversation. Do not try it. Excuse me. How long does it take you to get to work in the morning? Well, I I drive and have a car. You have a better car than me. <laughs> you have a better car than me. You drive a Mercedes too. An old one. more sheep in my county than you do like we have more farmland in my county than you do it just happens to be that i live in an actual town but that's beside the point my town is in the top 10 worst places to live in the country apparently it sounds like a bit of a, a competition i should hey this is what us yorkshire people do it's like oh you think you had it tough we had it a lot worse well you don't have paramilitaries where you live so i win um hmm i could say we like we may not have the military but i could say we probably need it Yeah. <laughs> but, probably but right we have got way off topic there so i think that's a good sign to end this episode of the high table so guys if you have enjoyed this video i know well to be honest with you frankly i've had a blast making it i don't really care what other people have thought i've enjoyed this but if you have enjoyed it, like the video, subscribe to the uh, channel, and ring the bell for notifications. Um, we'll definitely be having Shelly back on for a uh, for another video. Uh, me and her are going to have another heated debate about a topic that we're bringing up pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> she's 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 got opinions. Let me put it that way. She's got opinions. Um, we'll be having that conversation pretty soon. So, yeah, like I say, guys, like the video, subscribe to the channel. And we will see you again next time. Have a good one.